Hello, my name is Tarot Reader Frog, and you are listening to the VR Mystery School podcast. This podcast contains audio-only versions of live events recorded at VR Mystery School. VR Mystery School is the virtual reality resource, event venue, and community for personal development, spirituality, and mysticism. To learn how to join these public access events in virtual reality, or visit the VR space to make use of its many interactive and informative resources, visit the website at vrmystery.school. On our website, you will also find information about the project in general, our schedule with weekly and special events, and how to support the project for more future activities and VR and multimedia content. That is vrmystery.school. You're also welcome to join our Discord chat server with invite code VRM or through your browser at discord.gg VRM. This episode of the podcast is presentation event Maranasati, Mindfulness of Death in the Vishuddhi Maga, with equanimity. I hope you'll enjoy listening. We are going in kind of spicy material today, uh, you know, the, the topic of death and impermanence. It can be a little distressing to some people. So now is your last chance to change your mind. If you're not comfortable um, uh, engaging those topics, uh, you know, that's fine. Don't feel any pressure to be here. Uh, you can leave and um, yeah, that's all good. Try it another time. I don't really need to introduce equanimity. Everybody knows him from the Tuesday meditations, uh, where he is one of the instructors. Uh, yeah, the floor is yours, equanimity. Thank you, Tara. Yeah, and, and thank thank you everyone for coming today. So I joined VRM almost a year ago. Uh, I'm like I said, I'm very passionate about Theravada Buddhism, uh, philosophy, all things spiritual and scientific. Uh, I'm very into meditation uh, from the Theravada tradition and from the Mind Illuminated. And uh, yeah, I, I wanted to volunteer to teach on Tuesdays um, to give back to the community from, from what I've learned in the past. Yeah, so Tarot covered the basics and the technicalities. Uh, we're going to be doing a guided meditation, obviously. So if you want to start thinking about how to get comfortable in your chair now and um, the particulars around that, uh, I'm probably going to talk about the context behind this meditation for like 10-ish minutes. Uh, but then we're going to jump into the meditation. Uh, so yeah, so let's get started. And I should also say, I mentioned YouTube, I'll, I'll say it one more time. Uh, the recording stops uh, at the end of the guided meditation, so none of the private things we're sharing and discussing here will be uploaded. Uh, so be comfortable. Um, you know, it's just the, the presentation and the, the guided meditation that we're uploading. Uh, so feel free to speak uh, and, and be yourself and all that. Uh, it won't be recorded. Okay, that's all for me. Thanks, Equinimity. All right, so let's get started. Uh, so one thing to keep in mind, we're going to be entering the world of Theravada Buddhism. So all the concepts and, and the meditation itself uses Theravada Buddhism as a framework. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to be talking about certain things like, like one of the big Buddhist concepts is the concept of no self. Uh, Buddhists don't believe in a soul or a spirit, and I know that's kind of different from Western esotericism and Western religion in general. Uh, but for today, um, we just got to jump into Theravada Buddhism and kind of uh, kind of try to accept it for the meditation today and not try to like debate against it. Uh, so I just wanted to say that first. And, and so where the mindfulness of death meditation comes from, well, in Buddhism, in Theravada Buddhism, 
there's these books called the Five Nikayas. Uh, it's part of the Pali Canon, and in Buddhism, it's it's not so much like uh, how the Bible is related to Christianity or the Quran's related to Islam. The, the the Buddhist holy books they they wouldn't even call them holy books. Uh, there's just this group of texts you can say, um, that were written down after like a few like a hundred or so years after the Buddha died, and they were put together by uh, well there were three councils in total, but essentially they they tried to keep true to the word of the Buddha and the Buddha's close followers uh, after it was orally transmitted. So, right, so the first Nikaya, uh, the Angadara Nikaya, it's one of the five Nikayas. This is the one that has the two suttas that deal with the mindfulness of death. Uh, they're called Mar Maranasati suttas. Uh, I put links to both of them if you want to check them out. They're not, they're not long at all. Um, but those are the foundations for these meditations. And then if we fast forward... Uh, hundreds of years, we get to the Vasudha Maga, which is it's a it's a treatise of Buddhist practice and Theravada Abhidhamma, uh, which is just a fancy word for basically philosophy, ethics, and theory. Um, yeah, it was written in the fifth century uh, in, in Sri Lanka. There is well, the book's divided into three major sections, which is basically the three major sections of Theravada Buddhism in general: uh, ethics, concentration. Or meditation and uh, insight, and so on the in the section with concentration, there's a subchapter called the mindfulness of death chapter. There's that's in the middle of the 40 other different subjects that one can use for meditation. Um, so this chapter is where I basically put the meditation today that we're going to do together from, and. Yeah, so in, in the Vasudhamaga, the way the mindfulness of death is described, um, it's, it's written as just one meditation, but logically it can be divided into three sub-meditations. And so that, that's how I've made it my own. And uh, that's what I wanted to share with everyone today. So the three sub-meditations we're going to be doing today uh, are in the Vasudhamaga, but it's just presented as like one general meditation. And so I've been working with this, the Mindfulness of Death Meditation for months now. Uh, I've actually presented this and done one guided meditation before, uh, back in October. And um, I actually did it today. So, yeah, I, I really enjoy this meditation. There's, there's so much insight to be gained from it, and so I'm happy to share it with everyone. Right, go to the next slide. So we're going to be dealing with concepts of death and rebirth. Like I said, this is all from a Theravada context. Uh, in Pali, the word for death is marana. And one of, one of the most important things, before I even go any further, is that in Theravada Buddhism, they don't look they don't look at the world and consciousness and the universe from a third person standpoint. You know, like in the West, we have a scientific approach like like I'm here and we're examining the world out there. Uh, that's not how Theravada Buddhism works. They start with first-person experience. Like that's, that's how they analyze the world, consciousness, the universe from first-person experience uh, called the moments of experience model. 
So they believe that like every you can you can even think of it like every millisecond is like one moment of experience and we have like almost an infinite infinite amount of these throughout our lives. And so the concept of death in in this context it's it's not the end of each moment of exp- of conscious experience. It's the end of one lifetime, like you know how we're used to in the West, like the death of a person or or an animal or something. Uh, so that that's the context we're going to be working with. Um, yeah. So they also believe in rebirth. Uh, the way it works is so we have all these moments of experience throughout our lives. Once we die, the next moment of experience you literally go into the next life. And I'm saying you just as a, as a word to describe like what, what goes to the next life, but it's not, they, there, there is no you. It's just your next experience. I don't really want to get into no, the topic of no self because that's very complicated, but uh, the most important point right now is you die. Your next moment of experience is your next life. Like there's nothing in between. And the last thing on the slide, uh, so the, the Theravada Buddhist view versus the Western view of death. Uh, in the West, death is taboo. Uh, it's, it's almost as if, like, if you talk about death or if you think about death, you're almost, like, jinxing the person or whoever you're thinking about death for. Uh, in the West, you know, we live in capitalism, and we're, we're distracted. We're very distracted from the topic of death. That's just something that's pushed into the background. Like, oh... We're encouraged to just go on our phones, like use Facebook, play video games, um, into the more maybe like vulgar things, like just just having enjoying sex, uh, relationships, jobs. So death is always just thrown into the background into the West or in the West. But in Theravada Buddhism, it's completely different. Uh, the Buddha encourages one to think about death all the time. In fact, the ideal person will think about it like every second. Uh, and that's what the first uh, Maranasati Sutta uh, describes, is that the Buddha said, like, thinking about death, like, every in and out breath is ideal. Anything longer than that uh, is too long. I know that's extreme, but this is just to give some context of how, how Buddhists view death in general. And there's even a few different meditations besides this one where the object, the object of concentration is, are corpses. Um, so that's that's a really integral part of, of a Buddhist life. Um, okay, next slide. Okay, so this is a good segue into the outcomes. Like, why are we going to do this meditation? What's so useful about it? Uh, I'm going to read uh, directly what's on, in the bullet points because uh, it's straight from the Visuddhimagga, and it's pretty uh, succinct. So the first thing is, if you do this, if you do this meditation uh, often, um, you're constantly diligent. You have a perception of disenchantment with all kinds of existence, uh, which means you're just you're just not attached. Like you're not attached to going on your phone. You're not attached to um, relationships or, or your, like your job or money. Uh, not to say that any of that's bad inherently, but the attachment to it is what's bad. Um, oh, then the next thing: no, no more attachment to life. Uh, one condemns evil, avoids much storing. So if you're attached to money per se, or you're attached to like physical things, like collectibles, um, uh, it, it helps like to avoid like what, why like you start thinking like why am I attached to these things, etc. Uh, increased perception of the three 
marks of existence. Uh, three marks of existence is a big part of Theravada Buddhism. It's actually one of the fundamental insights that uh, one tries to generate. And that's impermanence of everything, all conditioned phenomena, uh, uh, unsatisfactoriness of the same, and uh, no self. One dies non-deluded and fearless, uh, because when you contemplate the mindfulness of death, often uh, you 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 develop a sort of a different perspective of death, and you develop a, like a, a relationship with death and change. So those, on the other hand, those who don't develop mindfulness of death uh, fall victim to fear, horror, and confusion at the time of death. Number bullet, bullet point number three: uh, mindfulness of death can allow one to get into access concentration, but not absor absorption. Uh, if anyone's ever heard of the jhanas, uh, I think it's pretty cool that in the Vasudha Maga, for each of the forty objects of meditation. Um, the author lists which meditations can get you or are supposed to be used to get into jhanas, which are really deep, focused, pleasant states of concentration. Uh, access concentration is similar to a jhana, but it's like one step before the jhana. So this meditation in particular, you can get into access concentration, and, and you could just think of access concentration, again, like a really focused, pleasant state. Uh, but it's, you don't get absorbed into your object. That's that's a jhana. And uh, I've actually gotten into access using this meditation. And I always I, I have a meditation teacher. His name's Santu. He's part of the Mystery School. Uh, I always crack up with him when I, when I meet with him weekly. And uh, I get into access concentration with these seemingly kind of random topics, like mindfulness of death. Like it's not one object. It's a, it's an abstract, complex object. And I always crack up that it's possible to get into deep states of concentration with something that's not really concrete, like the breath, for example. Um, and then the last bullet point, using mindfulness of death for insight, yeah, so our consciousness relies on the conditions of the body. The body's impermanent. Foundation for a self is impermanent. How can the self be permanent? Uh, so this is just like another aspect of this meditation. Like if these, these, these thoughts come up or if these thoughts are generated, uh, these can lead to lasting insights. Okay, next slide. Okay, so that was basically the context behind the meditation we're going to be doing today. Now we'll move on to the instructions. Uh, like I said before, the meditation is divided into three subparts, and this was by me uh, in the Vasudha Maga. Uh, it's, just, it's just one meditation. But I feel dividing it into three subparts, like through my own experience and for especially doing a guided meditation, I feel like it makes makes more sense to do it this way. So for this meditation, it's not like mindfulness of the breath, for example, like where you're just fo you're just bringing your attention to the breath. Uh, you know, of course, you're going to stay aware of everything else, but you know, your goal is to just come back to the breath each time. This meditation is different in the sense that. You're, it's more creative imagination. It's more contemplation. So, uh, like, for example, I'm going to be giving prompts during the guided meditation, like sentences. And then for a few minutes afterwards, uh, you're going to kind of let your mind go, go, on, go to places on its own. But th there's, a, there's a delicate balance, right? You don't want to be too, you don't want to let it go too far on its own where you're just completely lost in thought and distracted. But, and you also don't want to, uh, control your mind so much that you, you don't let it contemplate these topics. 
so yeah, this this meditation is like like a dance, like a dance between too much control and too little, too, like letting it go too wild. So yeah, just softly guide your mind so it doesn't stray too far off uh, from from the prompts that I'll be saying. And uh, one of the most important parts for this guided meditation, it, the outcomes are. And this is from the Vasudhamaga, to generate a sense of urgency. As in, like, yes, we're, we are all going to die. Like, I'm going to die. You're going to die. Everyone who's born is going to die eventually. Uh, it could be this next second. It could be in 50 years. We don't know. But we, we want to bring that to the forefront. And by doing that, we want to generate the sense of urgency, like, like, I really want to do something worthwhile because I don't know when I'm going to die. It's going to happen. But I, I don't want to waste my time. Like, I want to cut to the chase. Like, if there's someone... Uh, this, this is a mundane example. Like, if there's someone I'm really attracted to, like, I, I, I want to just ask them out. Or, like, if I want to further my spiritual development, like, I'm going to stop going on my phone. I'm going to meditate for a half hour. So that that's like the sense of urgency one should develop. And uh, in Theravada Buddhism, they would go one step further and just say, the sense of urgency is you, you've you been in samsara, which is uh, existence, for basically infinitely in the path. Um, the sense of urgency is you're a human now. You have the faculties to develop insight and concentration to break out of the cycle of suffering. Um. The next thing we're, we're trying to, to generate is a mindfulness, uh, staying in the present moment. Um, and then lastly, insight. So, yes, death is, death is a sensitive subject. And if strong emotions or feelings arise, um, note that that's okay. Like, let it be. Uh, but try to let it go. Uh, because that's more that's not what the point of this meditation is about it's not to bring about strong reaction like strong emotional reactions like for example if you were to just think about like the death of like a pet or like a really close loved one uh, and you get really emotional you get sad uh, that that's not what this meditation is about it's mostly about the three things that i, I just listed above uh, but if if those emotions and feelings do arise uh, it's even possible for like a primal feeling of of death or like fear of death to arise uh, just accept them. Just let them be. They're they're gonna arise and they're gonna disappear. Uh, and then return return back to the main goals or the contemplation sentence or whatever it is uh, for the meditation. Okay. So, with that being said, I think we can move on to the guided meditation portion. Okay. So. Uh, I'm just going to describe the meditation, the three sub-meditations we're going to be doing really quickly. Uh, everyone should get into a comfortable position in real life. Uh, this is a closed-eyed meditation. You can try to sit with your spine straight. Uh, it doesn't really matter, just as long as you're not too comfortable. Like, if you have to lay down, uh, that's fine. Um, you just don't want to be too comfortable, and you don't want to be too uncomfortable. So try to try to find like a, a balance between the two. You can rest your hands however they're comfortable on your lap. And, okay, so that should do it with the posture and everything. So for the three sub-meditations, uh, the first one, I'm going to be reading these contemplation points, as I call them. There's eight of them. And so I'll read each one of the eight, 
and then I'll, I'll give either a, a minute and 30 seconds or up to two minutes per contemplation point, depending uh, how much I feel that there is to think about. So what I'll do is like, I'll read contemplation point one, uh, then I have a timer on my phone and I'll let it go for either a minute and 30 seconds or two minutes. During this time, uh, this is where you use your creative imagination around the contemplation point. Remember, if you get lost in thought, just, just come back to the contemplation point, but also don't try to like strain your attention so much. Uh, it's kind of like a loose, a loose contemplation. Um, and then for, for, for the second meditation, uh, this one will be, I'll probably give about three minutes for this one. And then the last meditation is a mantra meditation, and I'll probably do about three minutes for that. So in total, it'll probably be like around 15 or so minutes. Okay, so if everyone's ready, we can get started. All right, so firstly, uh, everyone take a few deep breaths. What we want to do is we want to get grounded in the present moment. We want to let go of the past, any thoughts of the future. We want to expand our awareness. If we're sitting down, we want to feel the chair with the cushion underneath us. We want to feel the sensation of our feet on the ground. If there's any sounds, we want to be mindful of the sounds coming in. Take another deep breath. Just want to relax and get comfortable. We're entering into our sacred space of meditation. A few more deep breaths, and then we'll get started. So we'll get started with the eight ways of recollecting death. Think of death as having the appearance of a murderer. Death comes with birth. It takes life and never gives it back.
Okay, number two. Death as the ruin of success. That all health ends in sickness. All youth ends in aging. All life ends in death. Any success in life is taken away. Everything we've accumulated, our bodies, our relationships, everything is gone. Number three, death by comparison. Every single being who's ever lived has died, even the greatest warriors, leaders, sages. The Buddha himself died. The richest politicians and celebrities died. We're all subject to death.
number four. As to the sharing of the body with many, think about how many different creatures, bacteria, microorganisms, and disease, diseases share your body, and how at the moment of death, that it, it'll become food just like that for other living creatures. Number five, death as to the frailty of life. The we humans need air to breathe. We need the proper temperature. We need food, water. We need sleep. We need gravity. And how accidents happen so easily. You can be stung by a ven venomous creature and die. You can fall and die, drown, have a heart attack, a brain aneurysm.
Number six, death as signless. Death is completely unpredictable. We don't know when we're going to die. We don't know where we're going to die. We don't know how we're going to die. And from a Theravada Buddhist perspective, we don't know where we're going after death. Number seven, death as to the limitedness of the extent. As in, we can live to about 120 years old. We, we need to develop a sense of urgency and mindfulness, as if we had one more in-breath and out-breath left. How focused and present would you be if you only had one more breath to live? Think about and apply the sense of urgency and mindfulness to your daily life. Lastly, number eight, death as to the shortness of the moment. In the grand scheme of things, our conscious lives are so short. We sleep at night, we're lost in thought during the day. We experience these single conscious moments that never return the same way again. The past is a memory and the future is a thought.
So those were the eight ways of recollecting death. And that concludes meditation one. So if we want to just take a few deep breaths, get grounded in the present moment again, we'll move on to meditation number two. So for this meditation, we're going to bring to mind a subject, um, and we're going to apply all the eight ways of recollecting death to the subject. We don't want to think about uh, the death of a loved one, because that'll produce sadness. We don't want to think about our death of ourselves because that'll produce anxiety. The death of someone we hate, because we might feel good about that. And, or someone neutral, where we'll have no feeling whatsoever. So a really good subject to bring to mind is, is someone who's died, but they were formerly seen enjoying good things. I like to use a, a celebrity or maybe a politician uh, that I really enjoyed or a leader that I really liked. So I'll give everyone a few moments to, to bring someone to mind. Uh, okay, so once you have your subject, think about the eight ways of recollecting death that we just contemplated, uh, how it relates to this person, and then ultimately how it's relating to you. So contemplate this for the next few minutes. Remember, we want to bring to mind a subject who's died, who was formerly seen enjoying good things, but they're no longer with us, and how that can generate a sense of urgency within ourselves and mindfulness as well.
Okay, if we want to come back to the present, we'll get ready for meditation number three, the last meditation. Let's take a few deep breaths, open our awareness. For this meditation, there will be there will be two mantras that we can use. You can use one or both, and just repeat these for the next few minutes. The first one is simply death, 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 over and over again. And the second mantra is death will take place. The life faculty will be interrupted. Death will take place. The life faculty will be interrupted. And so recite these mentally for the next few minutes. Okay, if we want to come back to the present moment, that's the end of the third meditation. Let's try to get grounded. Take one or two more deep breaths. Start feeling all the sensations of touch and sound around you. You can open your eyes, you could stretch. So that, so that concludes the Mindfulness of Death meditation. Uh, I just wanted to go over the outcomes again, since everyone now has experience with the Mindfulness of Death. Uh, this practice makes one constantly diligent. 
a perception of disenchantment with all kinds of existence, uh, no more attachment to life, one condemns evil, avoids storing, greed, uh, increased perception of the three marks of existence, which is impermanence, unsatisfactoriness, or suffering, and no self. And one one dies non-deluded and fearless. So one of the biggest insights this meditation can give someone is the the sense of penetrating through the ego, the illusion of the ego, and experiencing the insight of no self directly. So I think I think that has the greatest value from this meditation. But uh, yes, thank you all for participating in this meditation. I hope it was valuable. Uh, I believe we're going to open up the floor to some Q&A discussion if anyone wants to talk about their experiences. Yeah, thank you, Tara. Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, thank you for everyone for going through this guided meditation with me. Uh, I hope you found something of value. I am going to post in the Discord uh, a few different things I have in my notes. Uh, the story of the nun who, who gets enlightened by seeing teeth. Uh, the different types of Vasudhamaga meditation. And I'll also post the instructions for the mindfulness of death if anyone wants to continue this on their own. Uh, and then also where the mindfulness of death is in the Angadara Nikaya and the Vasudhamaga. So, thank you all. I really appreciate it. And Taro, over to you. To learn how to join these public access events in virtual reality, or visit the VR space to make use of its many interactive and informative resources, visit the website at vrmystery.school. On our website, you will also find information about the project in general, our schedule with weekly and special events, and how to support the project for more future activities and VR and multimedia content. That is vrmystery.school. You're also welcome to join our Discord chat server with invite code VRM or through your browser at discord.gg/vrm.